What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Oh, hello. Didn't see you there. Welcome to Tim and Joel, call it in the ring. You ready to um, knock dicks in the dirt, Joel? Really? I don't know. I, I'm still puzzled as to... Is, is Hangman actually brain damaged there was some Maybe. strange things coming out of them i've never heard that as a as a thing that anyone has ever said ever i've been told it's a it's a very uh college high schooly football reference oh so just yes to brain damage all around so i got that going for me now i even wasn't gonna say it and then i just did it because i don't i don't know man what do, what, do, what do we even because he also like very comically just conveniently kind of flubbed the line where he talked about if the if my brain scans come back good i can do the fighty fight and he like flubbed it it come it came out kind of weird and i was like oh <laughs> the thing is i like I'm, I'm enjoying the build for this same same z's yeah it's like it's so it's real and like you want to like and simultaneously hate both men for different reasons different things yeah different i'm things. really i'm really quite enjoying it so hello friends it's good to see you hope you're doing well tim and joel have now started our new venture it is called apms on sunday mm. i don't hate it uh i mean i don't know about you but my kids asleep and everyone's the house is the house isn't stirring except yeah. for us my kids asleep i'm also the only one here so if that kid chooses not to sleep at any point in the next hour, we're in for some chaos. Well, so. the trick to doing that is to leave a thumbs up on this video. Yeah, maybe leave us comment. My child at peace. That's right. Thumbs up. We'll leave Tim's child at peace. My child will probably sleep. Okay, we'll see about that. Leave a comment if you're uh, watching us after the fact, and if you're live, hello chat. I see you there, and you can subscribe to us here at Fightful Overbooked if you haven't already. Because guess what? That goes a long way into getting us into your friends' ears. You know, this goes a long way is supporting us financially if you can. And that's through your super chats. It's that little dollar sign at the bottom of the youtube.com slash overbook screen. You can go and donate a super chat anytime. Support us here, just like Graham B did. Tim and Joel after dark. Oh, I got the noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are we doing the mouth noises? It's so far away. I had to click the brand and then I got to yeah, click. The yeah. Anyway, and we've got our Discord. Go ahead, join us in there. We're uh, we're trying to be more persistent in there. Not persistent, but just um, we're trying to show up more. We're yeah, trying to have logged in. I got to do that. We guys, we want to be the father that you never had. Mm-mm. We want to be the ones. Joel does not speak for Tim. <laughs> I do now that you're not on Twitter. Oh, I've had okay. a couple of people ask me, "Hey, where's Tim on Twitter? What happened?" On away from that Left. garbage. Uh, I started playing some Rust. If anyone wants to join me and my random friends playing Rust, what is Rust? Is that a video game? It's a video game. It's like Minecraft, but dark and violent. Now, Minecraft was pretty dark and violent. Am I wrong? It, you are quite wrong. It is It is wholesome. Wholesome Caden's, AF. Caden is calling me his mean stepdad, and I think that's pretty accurate. By the way, you have a stepdad, and it's not me, but I could be if you donate a super chat. 
this show is getting very strange. I don't know. Someone said we're after dark. Graham said we're after dark. So now I got to treat it as if we're after dark. Yeah. Let's get into the real stuff. Let's get into meat and potatoes. Tim. Mercedes Monet. Sorry. Monet. 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 No, I, I don't know. You didn't see this. And I really meant to send it to you. Uh, and I've mentioned this on other shows. Some people have seen this. Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez talking about the debut of Mercedes Monet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and this whole mm-hmm. thing starts with Brian Alvarez just running down what happened at, at New Japan's Wrestle Kingdom event and says, Mercedes Monet makes her debut. And then Dave just cuts her off, cuts him off and says, Monet. And Brian's like, what? And then he proceeds to explain the way it's been explained to me is that it's pronounced Monet. And they just go back and forth for a good solid 20 seconds. Monet, Monet. Monet. She did she did like seem to really like <laughs> she took a second before it came out and really tried to hammer it's like it is this. And if you pronounce it any other way, I will have your ass. That's right. Snoop will come after you. No, Snoop doesn't give a crap. Snoop's Snoop has eight thousand business ventures to put his face on. Like so, so I don't know if you saw it or not. Mercedes, Mercedes Monet made her debut in New Japan. I did. I watched and it. It was on Instagram. So you you got lucky. Great. How did you feel about it? I mean, you saw it was a pretty uh, a pretty interesting debut. I mean, definitely garnered a lot a lot of different reactions. Um, yeah, it, it's it's a weird vibe, right? Uh, great look. Those are the positives. Like like the, totally. the the revisited kind of everything. Very cool looking uh a little rusty on the mic that was evident but also like first time doing japan is it was she in japan before she's never worked in japan yeah which she's like i mean she's she's worked with different wrestlers in japan uh but she's never been in a japanese promotion yeah and performing in a you know one of those audiences i think would throw anybody from north america because it, it's awkward <laughs> to me yeah, it is. And like it is such a strong cultural difference that is just like uh, okay. she's working with someone that she knows, right? She's working with Kyrie, yeah, yeah, and exactly. Kyrie had a, a storyline literally as Kyrie was leaving WWE. So there's a bit of a familiarity there. It was just listen, she came in, she got a little uh, hopeful with what she could do, what she couldn't do, in those heels maybe. But she was she was <laughs> she was trying. By the way, Pro Wrestling Podcast is trying, and we appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> he just donated Monet. Thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I just donated money. Money. Thank you very much for the super chat. Appreciate it. You can donate your super chats, and then maybe I'll pay Tim sometime. Uh, <laughs> maybe we'll see. I haven't really decided yet. <laughs> so, so yeah. Now the now there's two big questions. One is, uh, you know, how long is she going to be working with Stardom in New Japan because they are together? Uh, and also, there, there's a bigger question: is what happens this Wednesday? Is she the tag partner? Oh no. No, you think you think it's Tony Storm? It's, it's I, I think I think they tried to walk that back this Wednesday, like this past Wednesday. Like I think that's what the whole purpose of that was was to try to reduce expectations. Or hopefully I'm wrong. Maybe they're they put a little red herring in there, but I doubt it. There's a there was the segment with Britt and Jamie Hader where Britt made a reference to being the boss and did the little wink. Kind of similar to what happened with CM Punk when they were kind of teasing him. So, like, I understand. And I caught it, too. And and I understand why people are just like, oh, it's happening. Um, But also, I think think maybe Will Washington said on Grapsity, that segment, maybe it didn't air to the live crowd. 
Um, I think that's what he said. If I'm wrong, someone can correct me, but I'm pretty sure it's what I heard him say on Gravity. Um, Regardless, if that was shown accidentally, they certainly haven't brought it around. They didn't bring it around on Rampage. They kind of kept to it's Tony Storm, and that's what's going on, and they didn't really expound on it or make it a big deal. Um, Yeah, Caden's saying one of them didn't air, but he doesn't remember which. Uh, if If I had to make a guess, it was probably that one. Um, but we'll see. So, so you're under the impression that it's going to be straight up Tony teaming with Soraya, taking on the team of Jamie Hayter and Dr. Uh, like, and that's a, that's a weak kind of like, that would be what I'm guessing if I had to place a bet gun to my head type thing, but I don't know. It, it, it's, it could go either way. It's weird. I'm surprised that they couldn't do the boss as like a, a trademark type thing. But I, I don't know. It is pretty thin, and that would be a more difficult argument to make. Like in pro wrestling, WWE not trademarking the boss would be surprising to me. But it also, again, yeah, like I said, copyright wise, that would be a harder argument than most of their their actual trademarks. So you you know what I'm surprised who never trademarked the boss was Springsteen. He, yeah, I mean he's a man of the people, Joel. He's <laughs> his management isn't so. <laughs> They sure aren't. Um, make the argument that I got, but it's still entertainment, right? So music and the arts, it would all. Well, but that's the thing. I think it's actually sub- segmented in the U.S. down to like you can't just do all of entertainment. It would have to be like specific types of entertainment. So like yeah. you'd be you'd be registering it for pro wrestling specifically, whereas you know Springsteen would be music. But also like so, in music, yeah. it's less necessary because people don't give a shit about your nicknames. Like yeah, like I'm seeing too super on on Twitch. By the way, we are live twitch.tv slash. That's what I'm, that's what I'm suggesting. It would yeah. be a hard argument, a harder argument to make than the WWE is more accustomed to. Yeah, they're saying it's so it's such a general statement. The boss is that it's just it's free game, and that's true. exactly like what about Big Boss Man? Like how does that stuff kind of go in? You know? Yeah. So listen, there are a lot of ways this could go. Uh, I think one really interesting caveat that, that people have brought up is the idea that. Uh, Mercedes' first match back officially is the match with Kyrie, and that's happening stateside for Stardom, and that's mm-hmm. February. So there's a possibility that because New Japan has the first right of refusal potentially with her contract, that they said no, respect us, let us have the first match, not AEW. I don't. That care would be we weird want- and stupid business wise if they let that AEW go forward with it. Maybe it's a yeah. make good for the mess that this is. I don't know. Their New Japan I, thing never. I think an appearance is warranted. I don't think the match, I, I, if she doesn't show up in the match, I think her just showing up and maybe sitting in those seats that Britt gave tickets to Soraya for, uh, you know, at the beginning of this whole yeah, yeah. feud or this build to this match. I, I think if those tickets went to Mercedes and someone else, I know some people, you know, made reference to it being Trinity or former Naomi, but now people are talking about Naomi going back to WWE, yada, yada, yada. Her making a, an appearance, by the way, in the Rumble as a return. I wouldn't hate that. Naomi yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Listen, Sasha Banks, once upon a time coming back to WWE would be great. But if it's Mercedes Money making her AEW appearance as like the person sitting seat side or just, you know, ringside, uh, I don't hate it. I really don't. It's fine. I think her presence alone would probably make uh, people pretty excited. Yeah. You, like you, you would love that, right? You'd I don't care. <laughs> I can't stress. I don't care where Mercedes, Mercedes ends up. I really don't. I don't know what it is. Like, I liked her in WWE. I just like, like, that's the thing. She comes back and her, her mic work was mediocre. And it's just like, okay. 
Like, I don't know. You're not as huge as you your character requires you to be, in my mind. So I've had this conversation with people offline. Uh, and I keep it on I keep it offline. I keep it off of the I keep it off of the, the main feeds because I don't need the stands and I don't and I, I don't need those fans going apeshit over everything I say about any wrestler, let alone Sasha Banks, Mercedes Money. So, yeah, like there's just the, I don't know. Like when you create a character that's like larger than life, it, it has to be every time, which is such a bunch of pressure. I don't know. I don't think that she lives up to this crossover hype. And I think you and I have talked about this before. Yeah, yeah. I think she's a wonderful professional wrestler. Very much so. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. She is excellent when she professionally wrestles. I don't really care for her mic work. I don't. Yeah, it's the same. Like, I said it just... again, set it offline. I've, every time she speaks as a heel, I'm waiting for her to bust out that really obnoxious laugh. And it's not a good obnoxious laugh. It's the, it's one that makes me want to turn off my TV. You know, which one I'm talking about where she starts going. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's, 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 it's like, it's a button that doesn't work for me. Like as her character. And like, like I said, like she did the mic work in the new Japan return and it like, it just felt a little bit stilted and tough. So yeah. And, and it, it came down to the same thing where everyone was like, freaking out about her acting career and i was like what acting career like she I'm was sorry. on hot ones though remember that no i don't <laughs> like, that was a good episode of hot ones I, that i might watch it like that that sounds fine i've <laughs> seen some the problem with hot ones is it's very hit or miss and i'm tired yes. of all of the celebrities successfully completing it it really ruins the the whole kind of gimmick for me the wrestler ones have all uh they've all delivered actually jericho did yeah. it Sasha Banks did it when she was Sasha Banks. Uh, I think Stone Cold did one. And Stone Cold was fun. Really I watched Stone Cold's. Undertaker didn't do one, did he? He did. He did a virtual one oh, during yeah, the pandemic. COVID. And it yeah, was, yeah. I did not enjoy that one at all. Yeah, that was awful. Don't watch yeah, that. Watch, yeah. watch the in-house ones. The one they did with Jericho. The one they did with uh, Stone Cold. The one they did with Sasha. Those were really good. Stone Cold's really fun. I can only speak to that one. Yeah. And I see in the chat, you know, this is like an excursion for, for Mercedes. And yeah, it is. Because she's, yeah, yeah, totally. she's never worked on contract outside of WWE. She's been, she was with that company since she was like 23 years old. Now she's 10 years or so later. Uh, this is an opportunity for her to expand. And that's great. I really hope that she gets a ton of success and a ton of experience off of this. Uh, anything that I say is not me hoping for her failure. Oh God. No, 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 what yeah, I've yeah. seen so far has not um, warranted some of the feelings. I think some of the stands have for her. And that's, that's where I'm at with it. Cause like, like I said, like I gave the caveat at the start that speaking in front of that audience as a North American for the first time would throw anyone and it wasn't horrible or anything. She she wasn't bad, but it, it just wasn't, it wasn't that like, Oh my God, I need to know where she goes. It's like, I don't, I don't care. Like there's a hundred wrestling promotions. She can show up in all of them for all I care and I'll enjoy it. Like, I mean, you know, where else, you know, who else shows up in all the wrestling promotions? John Moxley. <laughs> Oh, Jeff Jarrett. I was and Jeff to, Jarrett definitely. I was about to say Johnny Morrison, who and and Johnny insert name. Yes, yes, Johnny. I've Frank. been a while, been a minute for him. Where's he been? What's he uh, doing? he's about to show up in MLW? I'm not going to spoil oh, anything. Okay. but subscribe to Fightful Select, and you'll get some info. Uh, Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett teamed up on Dynamite, and then again on Battle of the Belts to take on the acclaimed for the AW World Tag Team Championships. What do you think of the uh, the match on on Wednesday? What did you did you enjoy it? 
No, no, <laughs> I didn't. I you didn't like it. that match. You love that? I loved it. it was, I hated it that finish because they've done it recently, and I just didn't. I didn't like the. I don't like when Aubrey comes out, and the, I just don't get like. I don't know. It's very weird because sometimes the match just ends with you know the the boondoggling, and then other times another ref just points out. This one was covered narratively by having 15 referees come out, even though I don't think I've ever seen 15 different faces ref a match in AEW, but all all to to push away the immense peril that is Satnam Singh, who hey man, like seven foot one in a billion. He's just not a believable scary person. He's he, like I feel like he is very easy to dodge. He does not pose that much of a threat. My favorite part is as he's being ejected by the referee at ringside, he's just like the cameras is catching going, oh, 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 oh. he's just sticking his middle fingers in the air the entire shot. Uh, I love that. And then of course Aubrey Edwards comes out after the uh the, they do the, the dusty finish and noted TNA hater Aubrey Edwards is like, No, no, you restart this match right now. She did it twice. Yeah, not just once, she really? did it at Battle of the Belts as well. So, oh my uh, God! Yeah, okay. I didn't. Full disclosure: I didn't watch Battle of the Belts because you want to know a way to make Battle of the Belts seem really, really unimportant. Have, have two title matches on the Wednesday before it. <laughs> I was gonna say have it at like three in the morning on a Friday. All that too, but like, yeah. oh my goodness! But yeah, you know what? I I enjoyed the match for what it was. It was entertaining for me. It was fine. It happened. We got here a lot. Yeah, I don't know. I keep getting thrown by these like quick build and then blow off on a dynamite matches but i guess this was the 90s laser background dynamite so yes the so this was era. The, the reset new era what did you what do you think overall i mean well we can dig into other parts of the show but like what was your overall feeling they changed the set and set looks better i think the set's an improvement i really like the commentary booth actually i think that's like a big step up uh i like that the tunnels are gone <laughs> if i'm remembering correctly so the tunnels are gone and now they just have like big trons that they kind of come out around yeah exactly i i prefer that I, I think it's better overall the colors i was hoping for a music change i don't like the theme song so apparently um, it was originally supposed to change and then they just went with the remix at least for now it's not stop okay. they're not immediately ditching the theme that they had for the last three years yeah that's fine i mean Fair. it's it's not hor- again it's it's such a weird like like little thing like i i gotta say i don't really love any of the opening music to any wrestling programs right now like i think they're all dreadful <laughs> like but you don't love uh nxts uh which one's nxts that hey we're the greatest or whatever no that's smackdown they all cool. sound the damn same to me is the problem I do. Like, really do. and like i'm a fan of hip-hop it's not because they're all hip-hop like i enjoy hip-hop a lot like it is they're just not good. <laughs> <laughs> That's a common issue in wrestling, though. When the yeah. music's not, when the theme music's aren't the best they could be, I get it. Um, we'll see. If the, we'll see if they change it. I think um, yeah. maybe after Revolution, we'll see a change in music. That's just me spitballing. If uh, if anything, kind of reset the tone of Dynamite as you build post uh, Revolution. But uh, I don't know. They, it's interesting that you were a fan of the the new setup, the new LED setup, because. 
I saw a lot of people who weren't. They expected more. They expected less of what every other wrestling promotion looks like. It could like. be more. I could de- I could definitely go for more. I just think it's an improvement over what was before, which I okay. didn't really care for. Okay. Uh, yeah, but I agree with that criticism. It does look like every other wrestling promotion. I, I like. I actually think I would prefer like more physical set pieces than just the LED. I think WWE does that well, but only WWE can do that because of the 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 budget that they have and we'll see how long that lasts depending <laughs> on the later segment we'll talk about but so let's talk uh where do you want to go do you want to talk about uh, danielson and nice and then of course the mjf topic which is much more entertaining yeah we'll go danielson nice uh two super in the chat kind of calling out them throwing on the quick matches that do perform this is an example of it like there's no build for danielson and nice but i actually enjoyed the in-ring it's, it was it all was about like, danielson getting a win in his hometown yeah. because what do you expect, right? You're not going to give him the, the world title shot no. in his hometown because he'll lose again. He's If there's one thing that Brian Danielson does, it's lose a title match in AEW. So for him to go ahead and do this now, it would have been kind of a detriment. Um, and it would have upset the crowd. So instead, you have an easy win. And really, the meat and potatoes was what was going to happen afterwards. And that's bringing out MJF, where, you know, does does this thing cause everybody horror and then yeah so that started okay and got real bad real fast <laughs> like it, it sucks because ca- saying he looks like a goat is hilarious because he do he do yeah. look like a goat <laughs> that's a wwe trope that was a whole like yeah. 2012 like danielson uh, okay like goat. see, see i not watching wrestling in 2012 but that right. that makes sense yeah okay well that makes the whole thing lazy and i didn't like any of it <laughs> one thing that i did that i did not like with that promo was just it got a little too cutesy inside baseball when he started with the whole. Oh, like, with it when he started listing the the yeah. villains of the internet. Yeah, yeah I was su- that was the thing that put me like totally over it. Like Danielson making the mom joke. It's like okay, man. It's weird that you're you're also <laughs> acknowledging that it's kind of dumb that you did that in the promo, like later on. And it's like okay, whatever. That was kind of like whatever is wrestling. But like, yeah, listing off the internet's like villains. I was just like, MJF, you have no ideas anymore. Are you just, is that it? Was this everything? I hope it's not. I hear where you're coming from and I hope that's not it. Uh, This was just, I don't know. There were moments where it was entertaining. I think the whole, um, the whole, the whole feeling towards this was that we're trying to get Danielson to get one over on MJF. So how does he do it? Every time MJF is like, you're going to get the match if you do this. And Danielson's like, no, nope. And then it's, if you do this and he's like, no. And then it just turned into, I, I I'm going to win all the matches you put in front of me. And then I'm going to beat your ass in 60 minutes. And I'm sitting there and was like, revolution's going to end like three weeks later. <laughs> they're going to wrestle for like, they're, they're going to do 60 minutes and they're going to do overtime. And Tony Khan's going to let them do overtime, despite the fact that the show already runs for five and a half that hours. That sounds horrible. That's I don't want to watch thing. And more Andrew than 60 Lushen, minutes of anything. here is a Sunday show, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm going to double check, but I'm pretty sure that it's a Sunday event. Yeah, it's Sunday, March the 5th. If this was a Saturday night pay-per-view, I'd be like, go for it. Do no. it. Sunday, whatever. That's fine. But like when we go Sundays into Mondays, I'm so over it. And plus that messes up our show anyway, because we do the thing. We got to do 60 minutes now, MJF and Danielson. Potentially, one thing I would love for them to do is have uh, Danielson lose the match before hitting the Iron Man match. And then just some, just some. <laughs> can't do it. 
throw it out. Just, yeah, just like MJF gets out of it somehow. That's the, that'll be their grand reset to, no, wins and losses do matter for real, we swear. Like when they're just like, no, matches off. Screw all you people who bought tickets. <laughs> Number one contender is Dax Harwood. Here we go. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think who, who's got the wins, but I haven't paid attention to wins and losses in eons. Neither have they. It's fine. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> uh, anything else from the show that you really want to talk about? I mean, we'll talk about the main event. Talk about that TNT championship match. Dynamite, Between, dynamite, dynamite. Uh, yeah, main event, show. obviously. Uh, I feel like there was one other thing. The FTR segment with uh, with the guns. Well, no FTR, uh, but the guns were there. Yeah, it was bland. Uh, um, and AR Fox had a hell of a match. Oh, yeah. I had to remember who AR Fox was, but yeah, great match. <laughs> And they told me they said it a bunch. I just didn't care because <laughs> like, okay. oh, and then Starks and uh, Jericho. That yes, was that was thank you. That was that was very enjoyable. I liked I liked that quite a bit. Uh, that was a fun power bomb. Jake Hager delivered at the end. Good, He's good done it before, punch. baby. That's how they kicked off the uh, the Eddie Kingston feud. This is we got to recycle ideas. There's only everyone knows there's only like three years of pro wrestling ideas. Then you got to then you got to cycle through them again. It's true. There's no originality in pro wrestling. I'm no. sorry to burst your bubbles. I, I will. WWE's been doing a couple of things for setups that may, you know, better or worse. But anyway, pitch black, Tim. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, that, that's on the worst category. Oh, Darby did, did you, Allen. oh man, we'll talk about that later, too. We'll do it later. <laughs> yeah. Darby Allen. Darby Allen recaptures the TNT championship over Momo. It is hometown, Joel. It was his hometown. Did you know it's his hometown? I was tipped off. Yes, it is Darby Allen's hometown. They really, everyone's going in on that. And I it was Swerve's home state too. Yeah, like I don't, I don't. Good. Everyone's from it. It's it has less of an impact when you run the same places like all the time. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I hope you're not being serious because there was a segment on Raw where the New Day had a time machine and they time traveled. No, 2009 was my best year, Kofi Kingston. Oh my god! You got to go back and watch it. It was the it was the Good Brothers feud. You got to go back and watch it. It exists. Yeah, it sounds like a Good Brothers thing. Absolutely <laughs> was. Uh, so yeah, Mimosa Joe versus Darby Allen. What do you think? Good match, great match, amazing match. They've yeah. had they had a better one earlier. This keeps happening. <laughs> like, they have better matches earlier on, and then they try to do rematches, and they don't they don't hit quite as hard. They're still good, but yeah. it, it didn't it didn't hit quite as hard. And having like I, I don't care about Darby Allen being in his hometown because Darby Allen seems to make a point of being like a friendless weirdo. So what does he care about his hometown? Like. <laughs> There was the way they set up the match for Rampage with Mike Bennett. Did you see this? They did a a backstager where Renee Paquette finds Darby and like he he's wearing his kind of like dirty ass cloak, but he's got his head down and everything. And then he rises up and he's got the title and Renee like does the promo after that. There was a tweet that someone had sent out being like, how many gross bags of laundry do you think Renee Paquette walked up to trying to talk to before this one? <laughs> <laughs> i thought that was really funny uh yeah that listen the match itself was fine i really like the finish i i do yep. really like the amount of uh, of effort that comes into these matches i do i i would have loved to see mimosa joe hold on to that title for a little bit longer especially because we still have a wardlow program to tell because he cut his damn hair how is he gonna look is he gonna come back bald because he left no, no just unchanged just like <sighs> 
there's a cartoon. Oh, I can't remember. Anyway, the, uh, yeah, he's gonna look real funny. No, he'll he'll be bald. <laughs> it's the funny. only thing you can do. <laughs> yeah, that, like honestly, that's pretty much my impression of Darby Allen. Like, like you're just breaking kayfabe by celebrating him in his hometown because, like, he doesn't strike me as his character doesn't seem like the type of person who gives a shit about his right. hometown. Like, so Darby he's a drifter. <laughs> Darby wins. We still don't know what this means for Wardlow. Uh, a heel Wardlow going after Darby is is something. I don't think that's what's going to happen. A title I really, list. I don't, I don't know. know. Do. Yeah. I don't know what to do. I like Wardlow, by the way. I do I like Wardlow. He's interesting. We, we, we had a really nice interview with him uh, at Greek Town Pro Wrestling. It's on the main FIFA channel. And I have to say, I became a much bigger fan of Wardlow based on the conversation, both on and off the air, because I, the dude not only was just very charming, but he was also very just dynamic and convincing. Maybe AEW doesn't always give him the ability to, I, play, but this was good. The chat that we had kind of, I very much enjoyed Wardlow during that MJF run. And I feel like, you know, he just kind of got screwed over their vis-a-vis personality because he was doing a damn good job with that and it just kind of got screwed up so yeah so that was aw uh that was uh, that was at least dynamite i don't know if there was anything from rampage that you saw i didn't watch rampage or battle of the belts did anything of note happen i assume no titles changed hands no titles changed hands the kit Mm -hmm. match is really good i know you had mentioned uh your affinity for kip Sabian. Uh, yeah he and Orange Cassidy did have a really, really good match at Battle of the Belt. So I do recommend if you have some time and you're looking for a match to watch, that's one to check out. Uh, and then what else was really good? Uh, Jade and uh, Sky Blue had a really good TNT, or sorry, TBS championship match, which is strange. I know a lot of people were kind of taking it back. Wins and losses matter, yo. <laughs> yeah. So uh, listen, you know the outcome, but the match itself was actually really well placed, really well put together, and both women worked really hard. So Good. You can see the uh, development from both Sky Blue and uh, Jade Cargill. So I think those are two standout matches from uh, Battle of the Belts and from Rampage that are worth checking out. Radical. Oh, and actually the Darby and Mike Bennett match. It's Who is Mike like Bennett? Uh, OGK. He was uh, Maria Canellis's husband. Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So uh, so go check those out if you have some time and you want to go watch some wrestling. So let's move on because something else dominated the, the news cycle. starting Again. On, again. He's back, and I'm not talking about He's back. Vince McMahon forced his way back into WWE. Are you surprised? That's my first question to you. He does what old white billionaires do. Be Find ways to get out. Yeah, exactly. P- people with that type of psychosis don't just piss off annoyingly. Most people who make a certain amount of money realize that running a business is boring and stupid and then go and enjoy what limited time they have on this earth. But I guess Vince McMahon uh, in, in one last act of pissiness is deciding to come do this strange thing. Uh, anyway, stocks are, are, are flying because capitalism is weird. So the stocks are, yeah. So stocks went up. We know, we know that they went up. 
Um, Vince the amount, first off. off, the amount of idiot takes I've seen people talking about, uh, the, the investors are happy Vince McMahon's back. And I was like, no, they're not. It's a sale. They're talking about a sale. About a sale. That's, that's the that's only like thing that, that matters in this factor. Their the shares are is, going to be overvalued. Like, right. But the problem is there are people who truly believe, er, people, including the guy who created that hype for himself, they're going to position it as, People believe in me. That's why the stocks went up. That's why. Yeah, because that's what these people, all CEOs, executives, et cetera, pat themselves on the back for like for stock movement. And it's not really anyway, it's not really how it works or why it matters. Any discussion of a corporate sale will send any stock up like because in sales, the stocks are usually priced above their current value. (laughs) And here we are. Yeah. So anyway. So Vince comes in, he rejoins the board as the, what is, is it like the, it was the executive chairman. Yeah. Of the board. He had two other allies. I think, were they both women or was one of them? No, no, no. One so man? one is Michelle, uh, Michelle Wilson. And the other one is George Barrios. They okay, were both former co uh, C-suite executives yeah. in WWE. They were the ones who championed the network. And some people know most People, well, most people should know by now that in 2020, they both were fired uh, pretty unceremoniously because they wanted to stick with the network. They wanted to stick with WWE's current method of content production. And Vince was like, no, I want to sell off the network to bits and pieces because here's Peacock, here's NBC giving me $5 billion over X amount of years to own the network basically in the USA. And that's a lot easier than just creating more content and being a content house, content house. So Barrios and Wilson went off, they formed their own company. They're still technically with that company. Cause all they did this time was come back to join the board. Yeah. Um, and you can be on as many boards as you want. <laughs> yeah. But now the whole idea here is that Vince is coming back and saying, I want to be a part of a sale more than anything else. And I'm sitting here being like, okay, we got two very big forks in the road. The first big fork is, Vince, after 40 plus years of running the show at WWE, saying, I left the way I did. I want to come back and I want to see my final, my final swan song through. And that is selling the company that I built. I want to have a piece of whatever went. Uh, And then that, by the way, forks off into two other places that it can go. But let's just stick with fork number one. Fork number two is... I'm going to tell you that I'm going to sell my company and then I'm going to tank my own sales so that I can say, whoops, didn't work. But guess what? I feel like being the creative guy again. I'm going to take over day to day. And thanks for your time, Stephanie and Paul and Nick. We'll see you. Bye. That's kind of a worst case scenario. Yeah. Um, and for me. still very plausible. Very plausible. Insane. Absolutely an insane person's move. But to become a billionaire, you have to be some level of an insane person. So. And when you're Vince, you're already certifiable. Yo, that's for damn sure. <laughs> so I talked about the fork in the road for that first round of, I, I want to come in. This is my swan song and this is it. Uh, step one sale happens. Vince says, okay, thanks for the cheese. See you later. I'm done. Uh, more likely I'll only sell the company if I'm given executive rights and I lead the company under blah, blah, the Jack lemon effect. For those who watch 30 Rock. Yeah. <laughs> when Jack basically got his way into a C-level position saying, I won't, you know, I, I deserve this to go up the ladder. That's the Vince McMahon kind of train of thought right now. 
I hate the three quarters of this lands him back in potentially a creative space. I hate that there's a most of the sale conversations, like the, the, the potential buyers, you know, given that everything is so consolidated, the list is not very long. Most of them would not abide by a Vince McMahon continued leadership position, given the allegations he has. So like, it would have to be something like Murdoch's group of, atrocities so and i don't think fox is is gonna take it i don't think, I don't fox think so wants either it. exactly like and they're like the only one with the uh lack of regard for their public image i think not that any of them really need to care but the um comcast is probably my most likely scenario nbc already has a very long <laughs> invested stake yeah yeah, not just yeah, they're both financially invested currently, but they've also been invested for the last god knows how long since you know, since the Ebersol days, right? When they were doing Saturday night's main event in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. They've been around and they've been doing this for a long time with they, that dance has been in play for a long time. Um I don't know who I, I don't know feasibly who else could come in and take it. No, I keep seeing people pitch Disney and there's no chance in hell. Like they don't want that. <laughs> Disney that makes things interesting is the idea that Disney can then do things like open up a theme park in WWE world, which is something that Nick Khan had made allusions to once upon a time. Yeah. But if you think yeah, about the hall of fame at Disney world, things like it's, it's literal the, decades were spent like dissuading children from doing this stuff at home. Like, I yes. don't know. And also I feel like it's too much of an uphill battle. It's also worth noting that Disney over the last few years has become much more cognizant of their fan base and what their fans expect of them uh, on an ethical ground and on a moral ground. Cause in the past, God knows they didn't give shit. They were just like, we're going to, this is back, back before everyone um, existed behind a, a curtain, right? Yeah. Journalism wasn't in the boardroom. It was just what we, what we told you after hours in, in a random, you know, Exactly. Like look at look at all the Disney films with the disclaimers nowadays. Like you, you yeah. can't they're not going to walk back from that and they should not. So Yeah, Amazon was one that I saw that uh you and I once upon a time talked about Amazon. That weirdly suits Amazon's brand because they buy all of the dumb dumb right-wing stuff and I feel like this goes quite well with that. Like WWE you know, Raw on Truth Social. Like <laughs> that's basically what Amazon Prime ends up being and they could use a win because they keep boondoggling some very expensive decisions but that being said they've also spent a lot of money on things that may not be having the return they were expecting so another big risk is probably not there although I don't know I would call WWE a risk to me it's very interesting because Amazon has been struggling with creators especially on the Twitch world is where I'm thinking uh, most people know that Amazon does own Twitch and the, the Twitch creator partnership program has changed so much, especially over the last few months to a point where a lot of creators are starting to move away from Twitch and starting to say, well, I'm not going to be part of your partner program. I'm going to be a multi-level streamer. I will go work on YouTube. I will work on Twitch. I will work on Mixer, whatever, whatever's out there that I can monetize. I will take advantage of that. Yeah. I won't be exclusive to you. Uh, and if WWE is exclusive to Twitch or exclusive to an Amazon property like Prime Video, for example, then that might bring some eyes in. I don't think people really realize how influential wrestling fans can be and how rabid they can be. Yeah, look at that Ottawa thing. Just some hideous fanny pack. I'm getting one, by the way. You've 
Oh my god! Shout out to my buddy Greg. Who's like, I got one for you, and I'm it's like, it's just, it's literally just corporate logo, corporate logo, <laughs> right. nothing else. By <laughs> the way, the Sens lost that game eight to four. <laughs> anyway, anyway, yeah, I, I think Amazon might be a, a sleeper outside possibility. Like, I could see them maybe doing that because, but yeah, the only other, the only other thing is like that Twitch was kind of a headache vis-a-vis like advertisers, but WWE yeah. is not really the Vince McMahon thing might be a problem, but I don't know. Bezos is a piece of crap. He sees, you know, game, game, respect game, I guess. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if, when a sale will happen, I think they they would want to get a sale done before media rights uh, are done, which is 2024 or 24. Yeah. I think we'll hear it either advances quickly within the next six months or it doesn't happen. I don't, I, I think like, yeah. So, so JP Morgan has already been uh, tasked with helping with the sale uh, and that's pretty quick and that's pretty telling of what they would like to do immediately. Again, now the Vince McMahon conversation is, is he going to try for an actual sale and that's it and actually take his money and run? Or is he going to tank his own sale and be like, well, I still like booking shows and everyone will be like, no, it was a good professional wrestling company we had for six months, Tim. Yeah. I, I don't know. It, it's been okay. So, there, there's so, there are so many other ways to think about this. And this is one other thing that I was thinking about is um, I was, and I was talking to the, the, the same guy who got me the fanny pack for the WWE night. Uh, Cause he was asking me about it. And I said, there's, one other problem that persists and it's the idea that they just trimmed a lot of fat in 2020 and by trim fat i mean they just released a shit ton of wrestlers and then when vince left what's the first thing triple h did paul brought in a whole bunch of wrestlers to fill in a lot of gaps and make a more depth filled roster uh brought back some other talent that had been elsewhere brought in other not executives but other uh office employees who had who had been laid off or left or gone elsewhere uh and now what do you do when you're selling from the fat so we're doing this again we're potentially i would if i was just brought back i would feel really uneasy and i think that's actually yeah this would be yeah. mortifying like really but i don't know that's the risky take when you're in the mcmanaverse um it, it just with that many stakeholders, it gets really weird. WWE is like a strange investor buy anyway. Like it exists. It's relatively safe, but it's also just a strange choice. Like there are so many other large company, like corporate stocks you could hold if you want. Like if you're investing in WWE, it's because you have a weird interest in it. Normally, like I don't think a ton of hedge funds are going deep on it. Um, but when it gets to like a larger company acquiring it, there's a lot more stakeholders with a lot more power and influence. And I don't think that having a very elderly man produce content targeted at a youthful demographic makes any goddamn sense business wise. So when the money people are involved, people who have, you know, an equivalent kind of standing to Vince McMahon. I don't think Vince wins that argument. If he does actually talk about selling and staying in position, I think, I think he'd be removed. Like I just don't see any large corporate buyer allowing him to stay on because it just doesn't make any sense. Like I get he is experienced, but that is not how those decisions are made. 
like it is made on by looking at all the available candidates and he is not like he does not hold the clout he does he thinks he does because uh, he's old and old people don't continue to stay on in the creative positions until they die normally because they get out of touch <laughs> like ted turner <laughs> yeah well yeah. uh it's funny because someone brought him up the other day i was like is he dead no he's not dead how is he not dead like he's cryogenically frozen just like the yeah. rest of the billionaires how old is ted turner uh, I think he's only he's 83. That's the thing. They all feel like they've been in their like 80s for 50 years. Like he doesn't even look that bad. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's born in he's born in born in 1939. Holy <laughs> wild. It's absolutely wild. Well, you get enough Botox and anyone can survive forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Money. Money, man. It's it's uh Monet. <laughs> yeah, Monet. Sorry. Mane, famous painter Mane. So that was the first joke I thought of when I heard that stupid yeah, joke. Yeah. Uh, it's Mane. Anyway, uh, let's. Yeah, so time does move slower when you age. That's um, that's yep. That's what everyone says. Time moves slower when you age. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's... Every, every single day, I'm like, is it seven o'clock yet? Is my <laughs> my child down for the night because I'm fucking done. Oh. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, I think we put a pretty uh, good amount of time to the Vince stuff. Is there yeah. anything you want to add to it? Cause I know it's so much. It's, it's well, very frustrating. In a lot it is, it is irritating. It is stupid, but that just feels like everything in the world now. So like, it's more of the same, like it was not all that surprising to me. It's messed up that he is being, this is being entertained. It's messed up that a woman supported him on the board, I guess, you know, gender <laughs> traitor. <laughs> I think, um, when I first read it on Friday, I was immediately annoyed and then I put my phone down and I was just like, why would you get upset over this? Why yeah. would it, it doesn't affect. And, I, and this is really me pleading to the audience directly. I know it's so easy to get down on this thing, especially because again, we're wrestling fans we're rabid and we think about it and we talk about this stuff a lot, especially if we're watching shows like this. Uh, I know it's so easy <laughs> to like get frustrated and be like, ah, oh, I fucking hate wrestling and this sucks. Um, there are so many alternatives out there. And not only that, it's not worth losing your ever loving mind for it's, it's, it's just wrestling. That's all I, I, I find myself having to remind myself of that sometimes, but I think now more than ever, it's just wrestling. But also, yeah, like <laughs> never would you say he'll drop you from the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. True. Gotta get me up there first. <laughs> you old now. Um, <laughs> Saudi Arabia, yeah, the sovereign wealth fund of Saudi Arabia might buy WWE. I read that. I don't know how. Oh, is that a legitimate thing? <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, here's the thing, though the the the, the organization, not the organization, the, the outlet that had reported that were the same ones who were given the Domino's Pizza Nick Gage like fiasco, wow. and like you know, they, everyone was so up in arms that they've been given some some dumb shit. So yeah. I, I'm not I, I could not see that happening. Like again, uh, uh, they would they would not buy it outright. That's not how that would go down. They would invest heavily, perhaps, but they would not buy it outright. Right, exactly. They've got live golf, and that's not exactly burning down houses. So no, uh, yeah, it's just anyway. irritating the PGA. Yeah, exactly. And what, what who have they got? Tiger. I don't. I don't, I don't know. watch golf. I don't, I don't watch know. golf. It's Phil Mickelson. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, you want to talk about SmackDown? You want to talk about Rock? SmackDown. 
Smackdown was largely inconsequential. It sure was. What a weird vibe all through the night. Started started exactly how Raw started, which is fine. As as one does. Yeah. Then Roman comes out and Roman gives it a fun little performance. It's crazy because he was so terrible for so long. And WWE saw Vince saw something in him. I don't know. It eventually came out. Most people could not be that crap at their job for so long before being. But hey, he finally found it because he, he's got a good vibe. I liked it. It was a good, good segment. All the Roman stuff was good as it continues to be, in my opinion. This is what it was. Th- this show was the Roman segment. This yeah. was the Roman show. Uh, I I really enjoyed where they're going with the Sammy stuff. It feels yep. like it's still multiple prong approaches. There are a lot of places where it can go. And I think that makes this uh this storyline the the a storyline it continues to be that way yeah i love that i can't forecast it it's great yeah. it's, it's very refreshing and you know good to see and we, we sat here uh for a few weeks now and been like what do you do with the bloodline you know coming out every week and getting in the show and then adam pierce being like no no we're not doing that here blah 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 uh and recently people were talking about you know how do we get one title off of Reigns again? This is another conversation. If he works two nights of WrestleMania, does Roman Reigns? Uh, and then something that I had said to you was, well, you have the bloodline continuously show up and cause havoc. And then Adam Pierce says, oh, you know what? Forget this. Let's just strip you of one title. If you keep pulling the shit and then that'll be that. And I don't like it because I'd rather Reigns lose both titles. And then whoever wins that be like, I don't need both. So here you go. I'm a SmackDown star. I'm a Raw star. Let's get. I still think two nights. I think if you want to be the top person in the company, you should have to work a little bit harder. I don't care. I don't want, I don't want to. I'm fine with it. Make one of them real embarrassing. Roman doesn't work both shows though. I don't give a crap. That's Roman's problem. That's Roman's problem. You want one champion working both shows. Uh, It's WrestleMania. It's, it's way too long and it's two nights. I don't care. I do not want one champion working both nights. I do not I'm want Roman working both nights. I think if, it's look, it's because it's been written in the corner. Every other way that's been proposed is inelegant. <laughs> I think it's fine if he wrestles two nights. <sighs> I hate it. I don't like it. I just don't. I, I don't like I have it. to disagree. Uh, Roman apologizing was actually really fantastic. Very good. Was, Loved it. Very. Stupid. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Like oh. stupid in the best way. He was just, yeah. Uh, and, what do we do with Sammy again? It's so we're going to get KO versus Roman at the rumble for like the 50th time. At it's the funny. I find it. I, it's great because it's literally like the same from last year. KO continues to get the Royal rumble title match. And it it's seems funny. Like I, his new spot is love it. in the rumble. I'll just take the rumble title match. Uh, it's good. I, my favorite was uh, he does the, the challenge does Kevin Owens. Uh, and then in the middle of the match that precedes the promo, Michael's like, we've got exclusive breaking news coming up after this match. I'm like, I wonder if it's the announcement of the match that was already made official before that you just challenged for. Why are we doing this now? Yeah. Anyway, it was uh, good. It was a nice touch having uh, KO just be like, oh, you just agreed. Okay. okay. Cool. I'll, I'll back out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think of Charlotte's uh, BMW, her white BMW convertible? I, I don't. I didn't even catch that she drove a car. Yeah. <laughs> I I remember I remember the scene. I paid zero attention to the car. I nice just car. thought it was a car. If it's a nice car, that's good, I guess. Good for her. You know how she got the money for that car? Uh, mm, 
when WWE copyright struck me for last night for last week showing that Dracula video. No, <laughs> they didn't strike us, but they they did the whole like we're demonetizing your video if you don't cut it out. Oh so if you go to last God. week's video, it's not so there. short, so stupid. <laughs> it's still in the audio though. Fair use. That was a hundred percent parody. Yes, it was. Uh, I think it was the video that they took issue with. Hated here. <laughs> anyway, Kofi Kingston and Santos Escobar had a match that was really good. Santos Escobar gets the win. I thought that was a really good move. Uh, Kofi and Xavier as NXT tag champions, loving that right now. So yep, yep. they don't need to be doing much on SmackDown. Do they need to come up and lose every week? No, but once no, in a while, no, this they, was good. Yeah. Kofi can lose a match like this, especially against someone like Escobar, because I am, everyone knows I'm a big, big fan of that group minus their manager. It should be the other one. But uh, yeah, Escobar getting the win is good stuff. Is Electra Lopez doing anything on NXT? I haven't watched NXT in ages. Yeah, she came in. She had a couple of things. Okay. She's, she's not like doing what she was doing, but my hope is that she'll come in and like beautiful Zelina Vega for the spot. Or come in Zelina Vega. Destroyer. Yeah. Send, her, send her to the House of Black or something. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Uh, what do you think of Scarlett having her first match as uh, this incarnation of Scarlett Bordeaux? Yeah, serviceable. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's a good way to put it. She she made some good cho- some good choices. A uh, little little trigger happy on the the cut the camera. <laughs> I don't think that was necessary given her earlier mentioned good choices. Yes, was fine was not a big deal anyway. Yeah, uh, match was okay. I I don't I still don't know why I'm supposed to care about Emma at all. I don't know who she is. Well, you're not there to support Emma. You're 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 here to support the brand. Oh, this is what you're here for. They've been making him look dumb. They just had him choked out again. Yeah, but they made all the former WWE champions look dumb. That's true. Everyone who wins money in the bank looks dumb. It's true. We'll get there. We'll get there. We will. Mad Cat Moss, we believe in you. Our champion. Anyway, um, Charlotte does come out. She eventually gets a whole thank you, Charlotte chant. People were very excited for her for some reason. And uh, then she had fun with that. She's like, okay, now boo. Okay, now woo. (laughs) Like, she did. And you know what? I I I like having Charlotte back. We talked about it last week. Oh, this is this is much better. So much better. Someone who cares, someone who knows how to cut a promo, someone who doesn't speak like she's at the library, not giving a shit about whatever's going around. Someone who feels less spicy and just actually has something to say. Yes. Tony Deville comes out, calls everybody hillbillies because, of course, she does. And yeah. then uh, they have a match. They do Charlotte and Sonya Deville for the SmackDown Women's Championship for some reason, and Charlotte wins. Uh, yep. Yeah, you know what? Good little match. That was it's it. That's cool. There's nothing else I want to talk about because there was the Lacey Evans stupid Cobra Clutch video. And <laughs> how many times can they reinvent someone's gimmick? They they were just also like, she's clearly a liability. My God, like at this point. Keep an eye on that one. Like Sergeant Slaughter, and they were like, oh, we'll make Lieutenant Lacey. We'll make millions. Was that her rank? Was that her actual rank? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> hey, stolen valor. Some people might care. Oh, that oh, was the Sergeant Slaughter problem. Yeah. Oh, God. You can look up that one. On the- yeah, well, I'm not surprised. Makes sense. And then- uh, yeah, yeah, that, that didn't matter at all. Um, and won't matter because probably won't ever see the light of day. Um, pitch Black. 
<laughs> LA Knight cuts an excellent promo. Love that. Yeah. Uh, Kayla Braxton said so quickly, Mountain Dew, uh, Mountain Dew Pitch Black Match. Like, just race through it because they're all ashamed of it. I Even love- the graphic that was almost certainly delivered by PepsiCo looks like crap. Like, why is it not even correct? Gamers, that's why. You know why this is, this is so much fun for me is because everybody hates it except for Kevin Patrick. Because on Raw, Kevin Patrick, they saw the graphic and Kevin Patrick was like, it's the Mountain Dew. Of course. It's black match. And I was of just course. like, you're so He's gonna excited. Be the- He's such a keener little dork like it's just i can't i don't know what it is with him there's just i i said it immediately when he got promoted i was like what because i had mentioned who's this little irish dork interviewing people the flaming hot cheetos battle royale coming to wrestlemania i hope jesus christ yeah you can expect a ton more of that shit if it does get sold no that was happening before remember the pizza hut battle royale oh i know it will get worse It will get 10 times worse. Uh, When it's not main event, I don't mind it. I think this is as close to important as I want it to come when it comes to a brand sponsorship match or some sort of like stupid thing like this Mountain Dew pitch black match. This is as close to the line as I want them to come. I just, this is what's making wrestling very like the television shows difficult for me to watch is that there is already so much advertising. Like it is, I, I had gone years without seeing a television ad until I started watching wrestling again. And it's getting exhausting because they are all so bad and there are so many of them. Like it, it eats up so much of the programs. Like, why does it have to be in the program itself as well? Aside from like, like throw a can on a desk, like do that, be that way, but don't, it's just too much for me. I can't, it's so irritating and like what are they going to do it's going to be dark blue light instead of dark red light and now i'm going to be uh the loser of the match is is immersed in a bath of pitch black yeah just shadows consume them by the way you know why the kfc match is so important a young julia hart was once (laughs) at the, the ringside for that match at that point, she was an extra too, and I'm pretty yeah. sure she was under the age of 18 at that point. Well, that's lovely. Wrestling. Welcome to wrestling. Uh, the Usos defended their WWE Tag Team Championships against Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. Really, really good match. The Banger Bros are in full effect. They have a banger bus, by the way. I'm sure no litigation will come from that. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to jerry lawler's bar oh my god don't know oh they're in memphis but ugh. anyway there's some unresolved sexual tension between those two right between seamus and uh and drew oh yeah yeah they gotta they gotta they gotta do a banger of their own um <laughs> did la Knight screw up the lyrics to walking in memphis yeah <laughs> he said walking through memphis and i was like is he doing that? He was doing it. Was a bit. And then he did the second line. I was like, oh, he is doing it, but he did it wrong. Anyway, it was overall pretty good. <laughs> Here we out. A wrestler eats Cheetos before the rumble and the Cheetos on their hands help them grip better so they don't get eliminated. It's more likely that the Cheetos that they eat will pass through them so badly that they will themselves will go over the top rope and run to the bathroom instead. Yeah, they'll just eliminate themselves because oh it's going to be embarrassing otherwise. Yeah, the Call of Duty Street Fight is absolutely next for the rumble. <laughs> 
<laughs> featuring Lacey Evans. Featuring Boom. Lacey. Perfect synergy. Oh my goodness. Here we go. <laughs> She's spinning Mountain Dew. <laughs> anyway, the Usos retained the tag title match. It was really good. Again, the outcome was never in doubt. No. But of course, what's everyone's favorite part? Sammy goes to the end. They go to the backstage and Sammy is like, ejaculating popcorn all over the floor and it's very funny graphic roman did a good job subtly doing a face of annoyance when he de- looked down at the floor and then looked back up and like it didn't change he was just like uh-huh okay. sammy and ko what do we do in this match ko gets a really decisive win over sammy makes sammy look like a bitch what do you think yeah like would, really would... like there might be uh Mm, there might be some some bit where KO hesitates and is trying to be like, see reason, Sammy, blah, blah, blah. And then Sammy wins. So like, no, I like, it. I like just KO is the number one contender, right? You can't you can't have him lose like that. Three <sighs> weeks out before the Roman. That's true. And it still serves the story if Sammy loses because then he looked like a bitch. And then Roman continues to be annoyed, even though he's trying to be nice. You know what they should have done? They should have said, Roman should have said, Sammy, tell you what. I like you so much. If you can beat Kevin Owens this week or next week on, 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 on SmackDown, you can have his place in the championship match. Yeah. And you and me. Yeah. And Sammy be like, no, 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 no. I know I can't do that. And then Sammy eventually just be like, okay, oh, maybe, maybe. And then he gets a big swell head and then here we are, but he loses the match anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that would have been funny. Uh, I, I do love it. Five years ago, they were doing KO and Sammy versus AJ Styles for the WWE Championship. So the Rumble again has been the KO Sammy show for the last like five to ten, five to seven years. I'm a big fan of that. Yep. No, no complaints. The only thing I really want to touch on from Raw was the Alexa Bliss stuff with Bianca Belair, a match that was going really, really well until they turned on the spooky. And I I was telling this to somebody else. You could have ended the match. You could have had Bianca retain, beat Alexa Bliss, and then do the spookies. And that would have been fine. Do the beat down and everything. Instead, they had a no contest because they had to do the match again, I guess. What do you think of the match? What were your feelings about? Uh, it's just them? that felt very Vince McMahon. Like what this is. Yeah. It's just like, oh, we got to stretch this out. Traveling circus, etc. Like it's, it's just rather than advance the story, it's stalling, which is fine. It's wrestling. It's what I've grown accustomed <laughs> to. By the way, that Music City Street Fight was also really entertaining. Yeah, a lot. Now, now you watch the match, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, did you take note of what kind of uh, gear was out there? Because I know we're both musicians. Uh, cheap crap, was it not? Oh, you want to hear some of it? Yeah, go for it. So the cowbell's a cowbell, whatever. That, yeah, that's it's probably a cowbell. <laughs> uh, the one of the acoustic guitars that were broken was a Guild. Yeah, <laughs> super duper cheap. The, the hi hat stand, by the way, the hi hat stand spot. You remember where he like uppercuts him with the stand and he goes uh-huh. over that shit hurts like yeah he knocked him. it is unpleasant to touch sometimes <laughs> like when who was it when solo was launched into the guitar cabinets on the stage anyway that was an evh 6505 yeah if it even had speakers in it <laughs> no they, they were all loaded because all the backs were still on like there was yeah it was blown out previously easy to find yeah exactly the other the on the other side of the stage was a line six spider head and cab so yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) as crap as he gets the blue shimmery guitar was a kramer 
Yeah, yeah. Faces I couldn't make out. I thought they were squires, but I couldn't figure it out before they had the sponsorship with Fender with uh, Elias. So I don't know if they got something out of that. But uh, anyway, uh, the drums are the Tom or Ludwig because they were Birchwood. Um, and the Casio piano had to be the electric piano had to be a Casio. Just the yeah, cheap ass one with a speaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tambourine that busted open solo. That was a Latin percussion tambo. <laughs> The red cabinet was either a Mesa or a Marshall. And then there was another Marshall cabinet ringside and the baby grand piano. I don't know what it was, but those things never break. That's the second time WWE's had that. Happen. Yeah, it's fine. It's probably the same piano. It's, it's not a Steinway or anything. <laughs> oh, God, no, it's not even a baby grand. It's a baby, baby grand. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that's it for us. Uh, Dominic funny. Mysterio coming out of jail. I think this is the best. He's Mommy. Ever. I'm very excited for this. Well, let's get out of here, Tim. Where can the people find you on the internet? Uh, Instagram, T-I-M-B-S-T-O-N-E-P. All right, then. You know what the show is. Of course I know musical instruments. I am a musician myself. <laughs> that, someone in the chat asking how I know musical instruments. That's how. And Tim is as well. So go follow Tim on Instagram, and you can follow me anywhere you want, at Joel Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. Tim and Joel Pod is the show. We're here every Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific here on Fightful Overbooked, youtube.com slash Fightful Overbooked. Ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary. We'll see you in the next one. Have a good week. Cheers. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.